Hi, this is Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, Mel Urquhart, the podcast where I discuss all things that have led me to who I am as a woman to date. With a background in fitness and holistic well-being, I explore how life situations have shaped me along the way. Join me each and every week when I discuss topics and issues that I and other women have encountered along the journey. Each week we'll be discussing topics that have had an impact in the lives of women and how it has helped shape their feminine identity. Hi everyone and welcome back to Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, Mel Urquhart. Today's episode, I want to discuss why I believe that connection is the key, not the outcome. So for me, connection is about the relationship that you have with somebody that you're linked to or associated with and what it brings to both you and the individual. So let me begin by giving examples of where I feel we have various connections in life. So probably the easiest one to say is friendships. We all have different types of friendships. They're generally people that we have similar interests with, similar goals. We have a kind of a kindred spirit with them. We go through life together. We may be from school, college, work, could be from parenting clubs, etc. Just different environments create different friendships and connections. And because of that, we build onto a friendship. With the friendships, there can be less expectations to a degree. We have a deeper understanding that, you know, friends come and go to some degree. We have a clarity that we expect our friends to change. And potentially when we change, maybe job or different environments, homes, etc., those friendships might change. Some are more invested than others, but ultimately we're more forgiving of the connection going through different changes and that's okay that's what I will explain in terms of the friendship connection then we have a different connection with the siblings so with the siblings I believe that that's very different the youngest of four myself I can identify how having siblings brought a different richness to my life it prepared me for compromise it prepared me for various dynamics in my other relationships but also it created different types of bond a bond where we knew we know sorry that we're family (laughs) we might not always like what's being said we may not always agree with what's being said but ultimately good bad or indifferent that's my family those are my siblings and there's a undeniable commitment to them it doesn't change it may waver at times but family over everything. That's unshakable, unquestionable. You know, for some people, I know for myself, you can't talk about my family. My family of mine, they're precious. They're very, very close to my heart and they represent who I am. They equate to where I get a lot of my values from, how I show up in in the world. So for me, my extended family and my immediate family are who I have a different tolerance for because there's an understanding of those relationships having an element of complexity but that loyalty does not change however we then move on to the romantic and that's always a fun one I feel that it gets complicated more complicated because there's a vulnerability with romantic relationships there's different expectations potentially and also 
I feel with the romantic relationship, there can be a fixation on the outcome more. That can come about because with titles, with what we want to see things in a relationship, the outcome can be the fixation for many people. And I can relate to that. Let me give you an example of what that came about, how that came about for me. So years back, I was in a relationship and the person that I was with, we just clicked. It was so beautiful. Friendship, just an understanding. We have similar backgrounds of parenting. He was a really genuine, kind person and he had time. He made time just to spend with each other. It was just easy going, no dramas. Now, what was so beautiful about this connection was that we just spent time. So I don't know if you remember the Deaf Comedy Jams. I'm going back a little bit. If you don't know, then I'm sorry, just bear with me. And what Deaf Comedy Jams was, it was an American black comedy program. And it had the most contemporary comedians at the time. So you had Monique, you had Stephen Lawrence, I believe. Cat Williams, Dr. Cooper, Bernie Mac. It was just the thing to watch. After Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, this was the most contemporary black comedy programme to watch. But they weren't available over in the UK on the programme. You had to get the DVD. Yeah, I know, I'm going back. The DVDs. And how that would come about is if you had somebody who would get them it may even be from the barber shop or the hairdressers they will come into the office where you might work and sell you a number of dvds for i don't know five or ten pounds and if you were lucky enough they liked you enough or you spent enough they would possibly give you a fourth or a fifth one for free sorry a fourth or a fifth one for free a lot of f's there and that was how you know entertainment was at that time it just kept us abreast with all the new comedians so this guy and I we would spend time watching it we would cook together we would just chill and music we like different um types of art we just vibed we just chilled effortlessly now this is just on a this is just on a connection he was a little older than myself however that was an issue for me and he also had a child but again, that was an issue for me because we got on really well. And after a while of dating, he called it a day. He said, you know, there's commitments that I have to look at and our relationship isn't something I can focus on right now. That's right, I got dumped. And I was absolutely heartbroken. And I believe I was heartbroken, not because the relationship had come to an end, but because what that relationship meant to me, because of what I believed the outcome should have been. Having looked back at it and just when it was just getting over it in the sense, I realised that the connection was the most valuable thing as opposed to the outcome. What I learned about myself, what I was able to share with him in that relationship, what he was able to share with me that freedom, that fluidity, that connection gave us something very unique. Now, even though it ended, it was probably the most wonderful experiences that I've had because it allowed me to show up in a very different type of way. 
it allowed me to understand that not everything was where I wanted it to end up and how I could was probably richer for it ending than if it went further. Not because we didn't care for each other, but because of where our life was going and how things had panned out at that point. It probably was in the best interest for both of us. And I have no regrets about that. I do also realise that God makes no mistakes because that was all preparation for the next part of my life and my journey, which I'm so grateful for. But the connection was key. The experience was what it was meant to be. So I then thought about why do we focus on the outcome? What is so important about the outcome and being with somebody or having a relate? Sorry, being with somebody, having a relationship and any ship, it could be, you could be friends with somebody and you're like, you are fixated or you're focused on being the best friend. Why can't you just be friends? Why can't you just enjoy the process of having the friendship without having the title of the best friend, say? Or in a relationship, you're building a connection with somebody, but you want the title. So where are we? What is this? What is the outcome? And sometimes we can lose the ability and the opportunity to be better than what we think it is. Because from that, it is a learning of service. It's a learning of, it's not always what I want. It's possibly about what's best for those involved and potentially for my purpose overall. Nothing is to say that when we have connections with people... It's for our soul service only, our soul individual experience. When I look at things now and how people are less willing to share, to give freely. So I'm talking about maybe volunteering for a job opportunity or maybe doing an apprenticeship where you might not be getting the wage of a fully qualified individual, but you'll be gaining the experience, you'll be sharpening your craft to then ultimately get what you want. Now again, I'm not taking away the drive and ambition and the focus of having a goal and reaching an outcome. I'm just highlighting that the connection to get to that outcome should be probably the most important thing. As we probably heard before, and I know I've heard this several times, it's not the destination, but it's the journey. Anybody that's reached great heights or has potentially lived a rich life will always say, yeah, I got here, but the best thing was how I got here. What I learned about myself, what I was able to give to others, what I was able to share with others, because the act of service is a very selfless but on the other side, very rewarding act of humanity. So when I think about how outcomes are looked, especially in relationships, I then have to see that validation. Having an outcome, more so now I feel, is about definition. When you are giving a title, you potentially are validated as being worthy, as being recognised, as being put 
on a pedestal or on a platform. You are seen as by others, you are perceived to be this type of individual. So having that definition of you gives you validity. And I also question that. I feel that as much as people can give others titles and definitions, I also feel and believe that there's a richness in the process. As much as you can be in a ship and you arrive at that destination, there's also levels of enrichment. So, for example, you could have a friend, you and them go to the gym together, say, and you both achieve your ideal weight. You're really proud of yourself. So that's an outcome. You've had this this dynamics with someone, you've had a connection, you've made it, you've achieved it. What next? What how, Where could that connection take you on another level, on another journey to reach another outcome? There's a constant evolution of us as people, us as women in our journey and having that space, that opportunity to grow, to evolve, that is for me the best thing because more time than none, we might be denying ourselves a really rich experience, a really, you know, life-changing opportunity just to be greater than we thought we would and could be because we are open to the experience than just the destination. So I'd question you today to look at what areas of your life do you have a more, a more homed in, focused tunnel vision on the outcome as opposed to the connection? What area are you not as open as you could be in your life to developing that process of the journey to achieve that outcome? Are you giving yourself the best the best chance? Are you giving yourself the best chance to be the best you in this journey? And even if you've arrived at an outcome or a destination, what more could you do to be more open to the connection and the expansion of yourself to be of service, to give yourself the opportunity to have a connection? Just trust the process. Trust the process of where life can take you on being your best self because I, I'm really sure that God makes no mistake and I'm really sure that when you open up, you'll be surprised of what life can offer you just by focusing on that connection. It'll take you to different places. It really will. I am so honoured to be able to have these conversations and to be able to kind of reflect on things that I've learned in my life because I think that's the best thing about life there's so much more we can learn about ourselves and each other and having that discussion, having that platform just to be our best self is such an absolute blessing. So I encourage everybody, everybody to see where you can be more open and what life can bring to you. So yeah, think about it. We'll speak soon. Take care. Bye bye. 
Thank you for joining me for this episode of Leading With Your Feminine Self. I've been your host, Mel Urquhart. Please stay tuned and subscribe to wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook, all under Gardener Self. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments and I'll look to add them into future episodes. Be sure to follow and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. This podcast was a production of Garden of Self and was produced by The Podcast Boutique.